my name is Louis Ashman Circus and I had cornflakes for breakfast. Do you remember in one of our, in fact the very first ever episode, mm-hmm. we were just walking through the streets of Manchester? Yeah. This feels really reminiscent to that. I'm sure someone's going to try and like run us over with a motorbike or tip us into the gutter any oh, moment. Oh, the bin lorries on your street. That was a, <laughs> yeah. an emotional one. It was an emotional <laughs> one. <laughs> well, now we're, now we're in London and... Uh, but we still love the north. Yeah, yeah, we just briefly popped down here, that's all, just briefly. To remember um, how expensive drinks are. Oh my God, I can't believe it! Yeah. You, I'm sorry, Londoners, I'm sorry, this awful for you. Yeah. They must suffer so. Yeah, um, but we're here to do a very interesting interview for the next episode of the podcast, which is coming out on the 1st of January, which, I mean, I'm pretty flabbergasted by the fact that that's just happened. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Hang amazing. on, are you talking about the soft beef sandwich or are you talking about the interview? <laughs> I, I walked past the salt beef sandwich shop and I then walked back to the salt beef sandwich shop and got a salt beef sandwich and then me and Nick <laughs> shared it and it was completely amazing. My goodness me. What was it called? Thank you. Tongue, Tongue and, and brisket. brisket. The, the home, home of real salt, salt beef. beef. And it was. It really Lush. was. Family business, 100 Lush. years or something. Um, well anyway, yeah, so um, the reason why we are talking to you now is because this is the introduction to a bonus episode of the podcast, Yay. which is tremendous. We have... As promised, spoken to a real child voiceover. Uh, he's called Louis Ashbourne Circus. He played Noddy. There's the car we were in, imagining coming. Anticipating. There yep. he is. Uh, hello, goodbye. Um, yeah, Louis Ashbourne Circus. He is a lovely kid. I think he's 15. Originally, the original Noddy Toyland detective. And he is also Alex in The Kid Who Would Be King. Which is which is a huge film that came out mm. this year. So I spoke to him about his life growing up in a acting family because both his parents are very successful actors, and also his role as Noddy. Although the thing is, I was talking to him about stuff that happened a few years ago, and also I can be a bit much <laughs> sometimes. <What? laughs> Told you that. <laughs> well, he's he, and he just. I just thought he dealt with it really, really well. Like I was like ah blah 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 blah, and uh, and he just came up with some really like calm, interesting, thoughtful answers. Really mm. considered young man. What a guy. Yeah, lovely. He was lovely. So the first thing that I asked him was about how he felt when he found out that he'd got the part of Noddy. I was really, really pleased, and I was really um, excited that I'd been given the opportunity. And at first, I think. My whole, my family and I were like, well, it's quite a big um, commitment. Like, like, w- like, would I be able to do it? Like, focusing on school still, mm. and like, what would it mean for me in the future? And it turns out that obviously, um, it was a, obviously a really good idea, and I had really a lot of my, a lot of fun, and like, it, um, I learnt so much, and I had I met loads of new people, and yeah. Do you think it had any impact on how much you were able to focus in school? No, I mean, I don't think it affected my bit like learning in school because I, I mainly had sessions on the weekend, so I'd just go in for a couple of hours on the weekend. Um, it was yeah, it was rare that I'd have a school for it. Right, 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 right. Um, but you mentioned then meeting people and having new experiences and so on. Do you think that's changed you as an actor? So bef- you before Noddy and you after Noddy, can you think how you changed? Yeah, I mean, certainly going into it, I I was less sort of experienced and like sort of new to the world of like recordings and like sort of syncing and and it's 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 I've gained skills that I wouldn't be able to like use if I hadn't have uh if I hadn't have done Noddy because I've now I know how it is to record uh record stuff especially like if I've like I had to do a film last year and I I had to do lots of ADR 
and I wouldn't have been able to do, you know, sync it in time. Sort of, I wouldn't have those skills if I if I if I hadn't done Noddy. So. Amazing. So thinking then about when you got the scripts, what's your what's your process like? So how much did you rehearse them before you actually went into the studio? Well, there were fifty two episodes, so fifty two scripts. And I'd look at them before, and I'd read them through before, but I wouldn't necessarily learn them because you have them in front of you and you obviously yeah, yeah, have them in front of you. Yeah. So I just sort of get familiar with it, uh, mode practicing through the lines, and then yeah, I'd go into the recording studio. What was it like actually being there in the studio? And um, what? Because I am I right in thinking that you're not there with the other actors? Yeah, that's correct. So there's so, a. So when I went in, there was a dialogue. There was like a dialogue coach with me who was in the booth. And uh, she'd like help me, and sort of if I ever stumble on the word, she'd like, you know, help me. And she was, yeah, she was, she was really nice. What else did she do apart from um, help you if you stumbled on a word? And also, how did she help you if you stumbled on a word? She was always in that booth with me, and she had a, he- a set of cans on her head. So she would like, sometimes she would say the line. Um, if I was finding it hard to sort of get the gist of the the line, she would say the line, and then I'd say it sort of in a similar way to that, and then. You know what I mean? So, so I'd get like a sort of, I'd know how to say the line in a way. That's yeah, I know exactly what you mean. What What's the difference yeah. then between a dialogue coach and a director? Well, a dialogue coach actually helps you like if you're doing an action or like if you actually like the actual word. So like saying, I don't know, like how to say the actual word. But um, the director is actually telling you what's what's the meaning behind it and sort of how the character is feeling at this point. I see. I completely see. So, um, what was your relationship like with Tracy then? How did how do you think that she and the things that she said or did might have fed into your performance and helped you improve what you were doing? I mean, she was amazing. She was, you know, she was really supportive. And but I mean, I was quite young when I did it. It was quite a while ago. So when I did do it, um, you know, I needed quite a lot of help just to get through it because it was long hours, and she she made that possible. We did it systematically, and I mean, it, yeah, it was really smooth. Yeah. And if if uh, other kids were listening to this interview, and they were thinking, "I've always wanted to be an actor. It's all I've ever wanted. Is I just want to work in animation." What What do you think? Like, what do you think specifically you would say to them? Because everybody gets told to, you know, follow their dreams and dream big and have ambition and so on. But what do you think is, like, some real practical, useful advice about how to get on with it? Well, certainly when I, like, did the audition and I I just thought, like, always sort of put your heart into it, whatever you do, like, and if, if you really, really want to do, like, recording for animation, then you should, like, completely put your heart, like... Try your best and work really hard to get to get to get to get to that. Yeah, lovely. Um, how about uh, you then? Have you got any more ambitions in vo- in voice acting world? What do you think would be would be next? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm for now. I'm just. I mean, I did a film, a quite a big film last year. So, mm. and uh, I've done a bit of TV this year, but I've not done that much because I'm just trying to focus on my exams this year. But um, I haven't done actually like proper voice recording since Noddy. And that wasn't because I didn't want to. I think that's just because the right sort of thing hasn't come around yet. And I think because because I did such a big voice recording thing on that, I think I sort of wanted not a break, but just to do some more in front of the camera, just so that I'd get more like experience in front of the camera. But I would 100% like to do some more recording again, yeah. 
I think um, I was listening. I was t- when I was talking to Tracy Nampala, she was saying that boys especially can find it really difficult between the ages of like I can't remember exactly what she said now, sort of twelve and eighteen almost, because the kid the kid roles are gone, and yeah, and she said the thing the thing to do is to um, focus on like improving your skills and so doing classes and all that sort of thing. So obviously you're studying drama at A level, but are you going to do things beyond that as well? I mean. I don't. I haven't really done that many classes before, um, but I would certainly look into them. I, I'd probably, I would probably do some, but I don't know. I, I don't. Think, I just don't think it's like a because I've sort of I've been lucky because I've been sort of brought up in like a sort of acting family and like I've been able to have really good tips from my mum, dad, and then I've been given such good opportunities. So I don't think I've. I don't think I've really had to experience the sort of like going through the whole like classes and then you know sort of going that way but I, I would actually definitely be quite interested in doing some classes yeah it's interesting though because I don't actually mean kind of general drama classes I mean specific skills and like learning how like for example I was I went to an acting class the other day and it was all about actioning and how to work with a script to like fully interpret the meaning of each line and it's that's it's that sort of thing so learning the different skills that um an actor who'd maybe been to drama school might have in their in their pockets ready to go and to know exactly what it is that you're doing and why you're doing it I don't. I don't. I don't even think there's a question attached to this. But I just. I'm just interested in that transition from being a kid and working completely with instinct, and then actually moving to a different point where you're having to go even deeper and work deeper with with what you're doing. So you, you're not really thought about that particularly very much, though. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I have. Um, I know. I understand what you're completely saying fully, and I, and I agree with what you're saying. Um, there is a transition because certainly when you look into it deeper. It, it gets more complicated, and certainly when you're when you're like trying to get the full meaning behind what you're trying to say, it is it is yeah it is technical. Can you remember any of the uh, any of the tips that your parents have given you? Well, one big one was like when you're saying a line, don't don't say it as if like as if you've practiced it, as if you've learnt the line. Say it as if you've never ever said it before and it was new. That, I mean, that was, the, I think that's one of the main ones. Just sort of say it fresh, say it, don't say it as if you said it before, otherwise it won't be as, it won't be original, it won't be, it won't sound like it's not learned, it will sound like it's fake. I got it, I love that. So as as well as um, your parents giving you tips, do you think there's any other, like, benefit or downside to growing up in an acting household? No, um, I, don't, I don't think there's, there is any downside, because I think, Especially because I wanted that when I'm older, it, it's only going to benefit me because they'll their their experience and if I ever do have a problem, I just go to them about it. I think yeah, it's really beneficial. I'm really I'm really lucky. It's, it must be it must be a really different experience to um, an actor growing up in a household of people who like maybe a teacher or a millman, people with proper jobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Suddenly you have to convince yeah. them. No, it is. It is a proper job, but not yeah. you. Not you. People know. Have, have, your, have either of your parents said, "Ooh, it's a risky business. Maybe get a trade. Anything like that?" No. <laughs> That's amazing. No. Well, they always they always just say like, "Do what you." Do whatever you want. Do what you think you want to do. Like we're not forcing you to do anything, which is really good. Together till the end of the road. Together till the end of the road.